1: And here's the best part your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication.
2: So go to trylifeemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifeemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.
0: It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of x 929s 9 X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For
1: House of Cars. It's Thursday, January 20th, 27th, excuse me, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Got a good looking piss cast today for you. Gonna talk about food as fashion. Some more considerations for, for our new subgenre of what we're calling retail rock. Yep. We're gonna talk about uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame. M- my dramatic weight loss over the last few weeks and how I did it. We're talking baby names. Sean's yeah. got another great etymology. Mm-hmm. But first, S
0: in 20 minutes or less. I've got a few
2: motivational quotes from that app I accidentally downloaded on my phone, Peckler, for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't deleted it yet because sometimes these motivational quotes pop up, and I'm like, you know what? I don't mind this. Keep them coming.
1: Sometimes they're not bad.
2: I know. So I've got four, and I'd like you to rate them. Um, we always do kind of a white girl rating. So, like, in avocado toasts, maybe today or something like that.
1: Avocado toast is more of like a millennial thing, though. Yeah, it's they true. Said that's why we can't afford houses, because oh, of course, we spent it right. all on avocado toast. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, um, if you're looking for, I don't know, like bath bombs, Ugg boots. Yeah, ba- bath bombs
2: like, would be okay, yeah. Uh, we were doing the, you know, festive cups for a while as well. Yep. Starbucks festive cups. And then we went Yeah. Yim's. So anyway. So, okay. Let's do maybe bath bombs. Bath
1: bombs. Okay. okay so the first I, one. i just like to say I love bath bombs and I'm not a white girl. So. Mm,
2: well, that's why. I mean, my dad loves bath bombs.
1: <laughs> that, he asked for them for
2: Christmas. Bill Jefferson's a
1: bath bomb guy? He's a bathman. Okay. I'm a bath man too. Oh, yeah, I'm he the is, bath man.
2: No, he is the bathman. Oh, He's the OG bathman. Okay. We've talked. <laughs> like he used to. Anyway. This isn't what. We're this, getting sorry. off topic sorry, here. I'll fight your dad Here's about baths some one. other time. He's older than you. He's got old man's stripes. <laughs> loving, <laughs> loving someone you don't see every day is not a bad thing. It's just proof that love is not in sight but in the heart.
1: I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's nice. No, and I mean, good. you're in a long distance relationship. Does that's that why. one resonate with you? It does. That's why. Okay. Like, that's a pretty good. Well, that's what
2: I think. Maybe why I didn't delete the app yet. <sighs> I saw that. I was like I'm about to delete. No, okay. That okay, one's nice. Okay. How many bath bombs out of 10 are you going to give it? I'm going to give
1: it 3 out of 10 just oh, cuz wow, I okay. just cuz I like it. Okay. Don't stop until you're proud. I keep seeing this one from like fitness influencers. Mm-hmm. They say don't stop until you're proud. Interesting. Okay. Doesn't make sense to me though because even when you're proud, like those people aren't like, Oh, that's good enough. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm it's gonna true. stop now. I
2: do like it in in terms of like, let's say setting a goal and going for it though. So it's like don't you know, maybe if you've you kinda gotten to half that way and it's like don't stop until you're actually proud of what you're doing. Don't you know, mm. when somebody's asking you and be like, Are you proud of, of this? Then then stop then. If not, then keep going. So that part of it I don't mind.
1: You're six, right, though. Ba- six bath bombs out six of ten. Six bath
2: bombs. Okay. Uh, sometimes you got to give up on people, not because you don't care, but because they don't.
1: Mm. I mean,
2: yeah, I have that one's decent like. Decent message, but.
1: Yeah, and like somewhat self pitying. Mm hmm. Which is. Like, I'm the victim here. Yep. That's true. What's your bath bomb rating on that one? Seven bath
2: bombs out of ten. Seven bath bombs. Okay, last one. Seven
1: Bill Jefferson bath bombs out of ten. Thank
2: you. Those are extra. That's extra points. Uh, Make today your bitch.
1: (laughs) That that? sucks. That one really sucks. This
2: one came up and I'm like, okay,
1: you were doing I, well and then Anybody who would say that to themselves, I probably wouldn't get along with. Oh my god. Make today your yeah, bitch. Make today my bitch. Is that on your barnyard right sign in
2: your living room? Like
1: right up in your face? Like Oh my ah. god.
2: Walking into my oh. Make today your bitch. Nine
1: oh. bath bombs out of ten. I'm not even gonna solid your dad's good so, name by throwing it in there. It's good. I can't believe you think he's more of a bathman than me. He's of
2: course he's more. He Bill has Jefferson's. been taking baths since I was four, and we've chatted about this many times. Before you even admitted to being a bathman. I think he gave you the confidence to even admit that. He's there been in the bath
1: since 1953. He has been in the bath He didn't forever. even have bath bombs back oh, then. Yeah. They had real bombs he falling. He sits
0: in there and bonkers. <laughs> bombs falling all around. The b and in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. i
1: got to play this clip for you, Sean. Bo and I died laughing at this, and as soon as I heard it, I was like, Sean's going to love this. But okay. we were messing around with the Google Translate app which is really cool cuz you can like put something in and it spits out how it sounds in a different language. For sure. I lived with a dude from Korea for a while who didn't speak very good English and we would communicate through the Google Translate app if we were having trouble understanding each other. Mm-hmm. Um so both taking Spanish at school and we were putting in some Spanish words and then getting like the English or the English version getting the Spanish words spit out and you can click the button to hear the pronunciation in both languages. And of course like I'll just play it what it sounds like for you here. So this is the
0: shirt. Camisa
1: Camisa, camisa, shirt, yeah.
0: sweater, suéter, jacket, chaqueta.
1: Mm. That's what it sounds like. Okay, um, and of course, like kids always want to know the dirty words in a language. Of when they, every, I think everyone, everyone does, to be does. honest yeah. with you. So Bo said they asked their teacher how to say butt in Spanish, the dirtiest word they could think of. Mm. And I guess the polite way to say butt in Spanish, if you're spe- especially if you're speaking to a child, is to say pompis, Okay, el pompis. mm. So we were trying to say that into Google to get it to give the English version because it detects. Of course. But it kept thinking that Bo was saying panties, not pumpies. You got to hear how the Google Translate lady says panties.
0: Bragas. Panties.
1: (laughs) Like listen, listen to how sad she sounds that she had this. Panties. (laughs) Here's all the other words. Shirt. Sweater jacket
2: panties she's she does not want to be saying that she, word no she's
1: like i don't want to do this one They're like you have to
2: it's, it's as if she was panties. doing all these and then the kids just type that in as a prank and we're looking at her to get her reaction and she looks back at them and she's like shirt panties
1: jacket panties oh, you stupid
2: kids. oh that's amazing <laughs> panties oh it's she's the only word
1: that we could find that she said like that that's so funny very uncomfortable oh, I with love the word. It. <laughs> Panties. Everybody is. It's a weird <laughs> word.
0: The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology
1: with Shauna.
2: So, friend of the show, Fred requested a certain etymology from us. Uh, actually, he called it entomology accidentally, which is different. That's the study of insects.
1: Well, when you're gone, sometimes I do entomology with Beckler. Right. We just talk about Very bugs, close but... words, but different, different <laughs> Very things. Very different things.
2: Uh, but he was asking me to look up the origin of the saying coming down the pipe. Like, yep, we've got Metro coming down the pipe. And his email Mm -hmm. says this. It says, Shauna, hopefully you haven't done this one already, but there's a saying that I kind of hate, mostly because its origins aren't well known. The saying is coming down the pipe. Now I say pipe because I can envision something coming down a pipe, but there are idiots that say pike. And why? When I envision anything coming down a pike, I think of Vlad the Impaler and (laughs) blood, and that ain't right. So I'd be curious to know.
1: I think he's right, isn't it? Isn't it actually coming down the pike? It is right, and I say it wrong, but almost on purpose. Mm
2: -hmm. Coming down, well, I don't. I've said coming down the pipe. I don't use that term very often, but I think I've said pipe before, and it's just because it seems more logical to me than coming down the pike. Uh, Now, here's why it's called pike, though, and I never realized, but it's just originated from turnpike. So it's coming down the highway, essentially, coming down the turnpike. Okay. And that's where that term came from. Uh, Turnpike, for those who don't know, is uh, a toll road. U.S. uses that term a lot more than here, obviously.
1: I know that because of Toad's Turnpike on Mario Kart.
2: Yeah, there you go. Uh, But then I got wondering where the the term turnpike came from. I was like, why do they call toll roads turnpikes? Why does
1: that mean road?
2: That's super
1: weird. Very weird.
2: So in Middle English, a turnpike was a revolving frame with studded spikes that served as a barrier preventing horses from advancing on a road before paying a toll.
1: Okay, so almost like a like a turnstile?
2: Yes. A very literal turnpike. It was a turnstile with spikes attached to it. And if you didn't pay, then well it would come down on you and could potentially scrape you with these, these spikes that were sticking out of this turnstile. So also I didn't realize that, that toll roads were that old. I was like, what well, like gold, you had to pass, <laughs> you had to pass by this weird turnpike thing to, to get onto yeah. a road. What were you offering up then?
1: Like actual gold, or I guess whoever owned the road could charge you. It's crazy. And if not, they were going to spike your horses.
2: Yeah, which is
1: also a little bit
2: scary. Yeah. We don't have those anymore, but that's where they, we have toll booths. Yes, we do. Instead of turnpikes, the literal turn spiky thing.
1: Although they do have those traps, like where if you try to drive over it, your car can get stuck in it. Yep.
2: Yeah, if you go backwards or yeah. whatever, too, and you're yeah. in trouble, you go the wrong way. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you can still get stabbed with spikes, but at least it's not your horse or you.
0: VNS in 20 minutes or
1: less. A friend of mine and his wife are expecting a baby, and he was asking on how we settled on names for our boys.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Because it's a tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. Picking a kid's name is a really tough thing to do. I think especially for a boy, like, girls' names, I think, are easier. I don't know why. You're just like There are lots of pretty names, and if you pick something pretty it's a good name. Fair. Right? Yeah. But, I don't know, guys' names seem difficult. So my my buddy was asking, like, what are Bo and Brigham's friends named? (laughs) Like, trying to hear kind of the names that people are using. Yeah. And I said, all of the girls have old names. Right. Like Scarlet and Eloise and Olive and...
2: Well, it's funny because I think guys' names went through that same phase, but now we've branched away from that. Like, the Johns and the Davids and all those classic names were a big thing for a long time. And then now I think people are like, well, we want an original name for our boy. Yeah, So now it's, branched away from the, the classics into weird names
1: i don't think those names will ever die no but they're not as common as they were Definitely. like you probably had a few johns in your class right mm-hmm. maybe it's not as common these days and then all the boys in my like my kids classes are they'll have like these made-up names yeah right? like, that's
2: the f- that's the bad now
1: javen maxton Hoison, chaxley
2: paxley um... hexton yeah
1: I made all of those up. Those I don't think are real names. But yeah, those just, were they were really just as well. Yes. They're just sounds. They, yes. sound, they sound like they could be the names of white people, don't mm-hmm. they? It's,
2: and X is a big thing right now. Like <laughs> oh. putting Xs in names. My God, we're, we're obsessed with X right now.
1: It's having a time. Oh, it is. It's having a moment, the letter X. It's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> then there's all the ones that my friend calls Instagram names. Okay. Sawyer, Thatcher. Porter mm-hmm. Lawson, oh yeah, you know, guaranteed. Lawson's mom, I can picture Lawson's mom in Instagram account right now. So can I. It's all washed out, you know. Contrast is just cranked. Yep. She's got a big floppy influencer hat on. The kids She's are dressed the to the beach. nines, dressed like they're in Mumford Absolutely, and Sons. Absolutely, yeah. You know what? You know what Lawson's mom's Instagram looks yeah, like. Yeah,
2: big oversized sunglasses, probably too.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, speaking of white people names, is it okay to name to pick a name that clearly isn't from your culture? Is that okay? I don't see why not. Like, could two white people name their kid Ming?
2: I mean, if you like the name.
1: Could they name their kid Boo Pinder? Perhaps. I had a Boo Pinder in my class
2: when I was growing up. He was great. Did you? I wonder what Boo Pinder's up to. Um, I I don't see the. I don't know. You could though. do that? I
1: mean, it might throw people for a loop. Yeah. If you read Boo Pinder, you're probably expecting a brown man to show up. Mm-hmm. And if it's a white kid, it might throw people off. But is there anything. I if mean, it's, if it's a good name. It's a good name, Well, and right? if you're
2: if you're a mixed family, like if you are, what some, if you're not? Well, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter. But it, that's why you can't judge a book by its cover. If you see Pender and you're like, wait a second, it's like, well, maybe they're it's mixed
1: mixed parents. Maybe that's why us white folks have made up all these crazy names. <laughs> like what was we're the board one? of the John? <laughs> no, we'll call him Hexton. What, Hexton was <laughs> that Hexton. like a wrench. It's the B and
0: S and twenty minutes or less podcast. So
2: there's some controversy regarding the Baseball Hall of Fame in. The recent inductions. I don't know if
1: you've seen this. I saw a little bit about it, but I haven't read into it. So what exactly is going on?
2: So the big one is Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are no longer eligible to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And it's because the rule was changed recently to allow baseball players to be on the ballot for a maximum of 10 years, whereas it used to be 15. And Bonds and Clemens just hit their 10th year, and they're no longer eligible. And a lot of people think it's because certain people in the higher-ups don't want them to be in the Hall of Fame because of steroids. Because of the steroid scandal? Um, So I got reading about this a little bit. Of course, a lot of people are making the argument that there are tons of PEDs and steroids that are already in the Hall of Fame, so why are we drawing the line now? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people pointed to as far back as 1886, and this Hall of Famer named Pud Galvin. Sorry? His name is Pud (laughs) Galvin. Pud. Which... Now, that's a name we need to bring back. Like, that is...
1: That was the name of the kid in the Double Bubble comics. Yep. Pud. pud. Pud's also a great name for your schmackle.
2: I, it sure hey, is. I can see your Pud. Hey, you stop pulling, pulling your, your, pud, your pud, pud over
0: there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, though, I was like, if I ever had a son, I would name him Pud, I think. Bud no. <laughs> Jefferson. I had a pud strong Je- baseball name, okay? Bud Jefferson would... Be pud a... Jefferson,
1: young yeah. left-hander exactly. out of Calgary, Alberta. <laughs> Oh yeah, Spend Pud Two Sixty
2: Five, Pud, Pud Jefferson just inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's happening, okay? Uh, but I was reading that back then. Of course, there weren't the traditional steroids that we know now. There was uh, different types of PEDs used, and Pud admitted to mixing his drinks with dried monkey testosterone distilled from a monkey's testicles. So hmm. back then, that was the PED he used, and there was actually some medical studies that were done that at the time said this actually worked. They were saying that this actually, due to nutritive modification, would alter muscular structure and would actually help people recover faster, as if you drank monkey sperm.
1: And I guess they probably weren't testing for it back then. They weren't. Geez, that's a lot different than like a lot of people now who run steroids. You get it out of a guy's fanny pack at the gym, right? Yes, <laughs> so yes. That's... Very
2: different than having to go to a monkey and,
1: <laughs> and somehow get the
2: pleasure his pod. <laughs> Bud was pulling
0: pods of monkeys. Okay. All right. We're going down. I think I'm we've, so sorry. We've we gone too far. We've
1: gone too far. That's probably okay. too that's, far. That's
0: too far. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: And the Baseball Hall of Fame is ruthless with their criteria, aren't they? Yeah. I saw this tweet yesterday from a guy. I think he's like a involved in baseball media somehow. Danny Viet is his name, but he said, MLB's all-time hits leader, Pete Rose, all-time home run leader, Barry Bonds, and all-time Cy Young leader, Roger Clemens, are not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Would there be any other, other sport where, you know, three of the biggest names in your game like that aren't in your Hall of Fame?
2: Nope. Yeah, it's it's very interesting to read. Um, those Hall of Fames, like, man, anything that like that is so tough cuz you're like what is going on at the top and there's really like a governing body of people who determine this type of thing right
1: like yeah it was the baseball writers i think is not that who y-
2: yeah and like but they it just seems like you know rather than popular vote or something like that like
1: there's a select few who or even statistics yeah, yeah. right Roger Clemens released a statement yesterday saying that he and his family like kind of stopped thinking about the Hall of Fame 10 years ago and he's he's moved on yeah. he doesn't
2: man that would be tough
1: you contrast that with, like, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where so many people get in who pe- everyone's upset that they got in, right? How do they belong in? Fred of the show, Fred, so he's from Cleveland where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is located. He sent me this article a little while ago from cleveland.com, the website, where they went year by year looking at the inductees to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and removed the ones that they think no longer belong in there based on, I don't know, how they stood the test of time. They looked at all this, these different metrics basically like album sales and you know chart success that sort of thing and there are some years where like you're like how did those people make it in like maybe at the time it seemed like they should be in the hall of fame yeah but look at the class from 1991 so these were the rock and roll hall of fame inductees in 1991 you had the birds ike and tina turner laverne baker the impressions john lee hooker wilson pickett and jimmy reed I haven't heard of I, half of those. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know most of those. Like, I, how do you get in a, in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, in, a, in any kind of Hall of Fame? That was a weak year. Most people haven't what heard of What year was that? So, or maybe I'm the only one who hasn't heard of these ones. But
2: Who were who they? What's, what year?
1: That was 1991. Oh, so the I Hall see. of Fame started in 86.
2: Okay. Because the 80s, I'm sure, had some...
1: Well, like 86, the the first class was pretty good because they had all of music of history before that to add. That so it was sense. like yeah. Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, oh, yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis Presley, okay. and Little Richard. So yeah, that's great. They had a real thick crop to pick from that year. But then in 1991, they inducted half of these people who I haven't heard of. VNS
0: in 20 minutes or less.
1: You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower
0: payments too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. The BNS and twenty minutes or less
1: podcast. So earlier this week, we talked about a, a new show, subgenre that we have coined: retail rock. Retail rock songs that sound like you always hear coming over the speakers in a store somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's a. It's a fairly new concept, so we're still trying to feel out what is retail rock and what isn't.
2: I would say, though, especially grocery stores, because I think other stores have a lot more freedom, because depending on the style of store it is, but grocery stores especially. I agree. It's just that it's vanilla.
1: I agree. Mm -hmm. It was actually when I was in a hardware store when I was inspired by this, but you're right. Grocery stores are kind of like... Yeah. If it plays in a grocery store, it's not necessarily retail rock, but all of the best retail rock songs. Play in grocery Absolutely. Yeah. Um so people have been sending us a few more that, to evaluate here to decide whether or not they count as retail rock. So I got a couple from Adam. Okay. Uh, he was standing in a Tim Hortons the other day and this song was playing. Mm-hmm. It's Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Yep. It's funny,
2: I haven't heard that one that
1: often. Is that retail rock? Because the, the requirements for retail rock is, like, it's a certain sound. It's very non-offensive.
2: Yes. I mean, that song is definitely very non-offensive. Very
1: non-offensive. Yeah. Big I enough mean. that everybody would know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I'd say so. Okay. okay. Here's the other one that Adam suggested. I'm not sure about this one.
2: I mean, again, non-offensive and, mm-hmm. yeah, very well-known,
1: so... The only issue I have with that one is that it's been used for so many other things. Like, Fair. You know, like it's been used in like so many political campaigns, right. and that sort of thing. So does it? Has it been taken away from retail? Yeah, rock?
2: Yeah, maybe is a little bit distracted from its its retail rock roots. So okay, maybe not that
1: one. Another one from friend of the show, Dallin. Is this rate? Is this retail rock? Do you like the effect that I use too? Yeah, it's so, you know, great. Just so that you can really hear it, <laughs> it playing feels through like the you're, speakers. You're in the store.
2: Yeah. The thing is with that one, again, it's almost too well-known. Mm-hmm. Like retail rock, I, I think really the, the ones that really shine through are the ones you really
1: only hear in those. That's a great point. Right? You know what like, I mean? Like you're only hearing. <laughs> I was in a store yesterday, Shauna, because you had mentioned Howie Day. Howie right? Day, yeah. And Clyde, there, yeah. Was there Clyde was, playing. Was Clyde, no, maybe it was Daniel Powder's oh, Bad Day. Oh yeah, yeah, a bad day. Oh,
2: that one is a and classic. Was like,
1: Such retail rock. Yep. And We had just talked about this, and mm-hmm. then there it is playing in the oh, store. Oh yeah. So you're right. If it plays in too many other places, that it's probably not retail rock. The best ones, yes, are the ones that you only hear in a grocery store like daniel powder Mm -hmm. daniel powder i wonder what he's doing
2: he wrote that song for the grocery store for sure the
0: bns and 20 minutes or less podcast
2: here's a throwback that i just recalled do you remember chupa chup lollipops Oh yeah, they're still around. Okay, uh, so when I was growing up, tuba tube lollipops went through this huge phase. They were they were almost a fashion statement at one point where I remember us going to a candy store when we were in, I don't know if it was high school or middle school or both. We'd go to this store and they'd have these big, dramatic, beautiful displays of the lollipops <laughs> and you'd try and find the latest flavor and then you'd be sucking on a lollipop all day and you'd be talking about your... It was almost a fashion statement.
1: Was this during your like Avril Lavigne phase? Yep. Okay, your arm socks phase. Arm, so- well, arm socks. Well, it was actually lose ties. two
2: different ones. this one was a bit more preppy than the arm socks. Arm socks. So, Avril Lavigne phase would not be sucking on a lollipop. I but. was
1: like, was the idea to look cute while you're hauling on one? Is yeah, that the? I don't
2: know. It was <laughs> looking back, very strange. But I was like, it's kind of weird to think of food as a fashion statement. And then I got thinking about it more, and I was like, actually, food is still very much a fashion statement. In fact, even more so now. Like I was thinking about. Do you see how many avocado shirts there are these days? Mm-hmm. Like, I know a ton of friends mm-hmm. who have them themselves, and you go online and there's all these different, like, funny, cute meme shirts with these avocados on it.
1: and Everything has pineapples on everybody it. Everybody has
2: pineapples on it as well. And I was like, that's odd, too. Like, that's another thing. There's also these patches and pins that are really popular that are like donuts. So, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, I, lo- I love donuts. It's kind of odd to think about. Is that like, we kind of are shaping our identity around what we're eating now as well.
1: Geez, I definitely don't do that.
2: No, well, you wouldn't. I mean, although pizza... There's tons of, like, pizza little things. Yeah, people. that's like, true. They'll own up to being big fans of pizza. I love pizza. There's, like, pizza pins with the little shape. shapes. So that, yeah, good point.
1: Yeah, you got me there. Yeah,
0: if you own <laughs> up to it. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So
1: today I'm wrapping up this uh, training I've been doing at Repsol Sports Center over nice, here. Nice, yeah. And they're going to put me to the test and see if I've improved in these challenges over the past month. I mean, I certainly feel like uh, the training has, has helped, like, especially with my form and that.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: You you think you know a lot about fitness, and then you start working with someone who really knows, and you realize how much you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, It's
2: like anything. We've talked about before, like taking a lesson for something you think you're really good at. It's always great,
1: because there's always stuff you can learn. Always. Yeah. Always. Even if you were the fittest person on earth, there's yep. still probably something that you could learn from someone. Definitely. And the other cool thing is that the timing of this fitness challenge also coincided with McKenna buying me a Fitbit for Christmas. and nice. I told you about this. Yep. Um, this genre, this thing has been the single biggest breakthrough in terms of fitness for me in in years. I've lost nine pounds in three weeks. Wow, that's fast. That is fast, and yeah. I almost wondered. I was like, is that too fast? Is that water weight? But yeah, I don't think my... it is because I like I take in a ton of water.
2: Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Because they say like you should only try and lose one to two pounds a week. So it might be a little fast. But depending on how much you weigh too, obviously it's different. Well,
1: like I put my weight goal in. I was like 236 and I wanted to be 226 for the summer. So I put that in. Right. And they said if you stay 500 calories under or more per day, Mm -hmm. you'll get there by I think April is what it said. Yeah. And I'm almost there. Mm -hmm. I'll be there by like next week at this rate. Yeah. And I was basing that off how I was feeling. Like if I, I wouldn't have, I would eat more if I was, if I was feeling, you know, lethargic or dizzy or, you know, it wasn't feeling like I had enough energy but it's felt great. And like your body kind of adjusts to your new caloric intake, I think. Yeah. Um, but I, I wouldn't even have thought that was possible to lose that kind of weight like nine pounds in three weeks.
2: Again, for those listening, but, it's not exactly the healthiest way but it's close. It's close. I mean, I right? feel as good bad. as yeah. I've
1: ever felt. It's awesome. If I didn't feel good, I wouldn't do it like this. Hell but yeah. It's and it's like so. I you log everything you eat, and then the tracker keeps track of how many calories are going out during the day, and then you just try to keep that first number lower than the second. It's like it's a very simple formula, not always easy to do, right? But it's simple. Yeah, if that makes sense. Logging everything is that's a lot. It is a lot, but yeah, I find that that has even that has changed my habits so much because sometimes you won't you won't pick up a cookie or like a handful of chips simply because you don't want to log it. (laughs) it's I'd a pain hold in the be accountable ass
2: too for sure.
1: Yeah, and then you can kind of see, all right, this I did pretty good today. I ate well, I worked out hard. I have room for a, a treat at the end of the day. That's and I'm still like drinking beer and still having ice cream at the end of the night the and like eating pizza, the things that I love, mm-hmm. but the portions aren't as big, you know? Yeah. I have 5 slices of pizza instead of 10. Right. Or like a little bit of ice cream instead of a huge heaping bowl.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, it is good. Five, five instead of ten is good.
1: And like you, I think I find I appreciate it more too. You know, like I, rather than just like shoveling the bowl of ice cream in as fast as I can, I can, and then not feeling good. Like I each bite, I'm like, oh, this is really nice. I earned this today, right? So yeah, it's the whole my whole relationship with like calories in, calories out has changed over the last little while. And then you combine that with this hard training I've been doing at Repsol, and I'm like as lean as I've been since I was in my twenties. So. I think it's been a success, regardless of how the numbers come out in this challenge today. For sure, it's been it's been awesome, and I hope by bringing this up, I can show someone else that it is, it is possible. Like I said, it's a very simple formula, not always easy to do, but it's not complicated, if that makes sense.
0: Mm -hmm. VNS in twenty minutes or
1: less. Okay, do you remember the other day when I showed you that sex hood from Amazon? Yeah, like mask that's scary. Black latex, latex mask with mask. the tiny little eye holes and the model who looked terrified wearing it. Yeah,
2: it looks like a ski mask, but it's made out of rubber. Uh-huh. Like
1: yeah, like some stretched a black balloon over their Strange. head and just put the tiniest little eye holes in it. It was a, the second best-selling item on Amazon's sexual wellness category. Well, McKenna heard you and I talking about that. And she said, if we aren't careful, we're going to make that the number one bestseller.
2: Well, now we're talking about it again. So.
1: And, you know, come to think of it, because I, I asked if anybody wanted to see it, I could send them the link. And a bunch of people did. And one listener's like, "There's only one left, so maybe we've already had that effect. Maybe, maybe we've a bunch assisted of... in that, yeah." it's like, "Amazon should cut us into the profits. Maybe even an endorsement deal. Oh
2: yeah, you and I could
1: endorse the uh, latex sex hood from Amazon. Oh, it's phenomenal! Like...
2: <laughs> All the things you can do with this. What I'm throwing on a latex
1: sex hood. The only one I trust is from Amazon. <laughs> you
2: need to try this for yourself, just to see how good it is. Huh?" Okay? Oh, my God. Yeah, we should.
1: Wearing the hood and looking. Anyway, I got this prank for you to try. So McKenna took me for a a birthday drink yesterday, and I had the photo of the sex hood saved on my phone. So she went first and was showing the hostess her vaccine passport. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this will be funny. And just as she turns her phone to the hostess, I airdropped her the sex hood. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, amazing. Amazing.
1: And you can do this with really anything. I didn't realize how easy this is and how funny it is. Cause well,
2: what we've talked about this because I wanted to play airdrop roulette at the airport. I was like, yeah, when, when you're in a big crowd, right? You just you send a picture of your your pocket <laughs> finish to everybody. Well, that's and then, I think
1: illegal. So maybe not that.
2: Okay, but, it, but I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to be yours. Although I suppose no matter who's tickle pickle you're sending, it would be <laughs> not illegal. They hit him
1: with this picture of the true. of the latex this is a, ski mask. A little though. more innocent <laughs> so. for sure. It's still, it's still unsettling. Oh
2: god!
1: And embarrassing, but yeah,
2: all kinds. You can do that with all kinds yeah. of sex toys too, sexy things like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Next time, your friend, let your friend go first to show their <laughs> proof of vaccine, and as soon as they turn the phone around, air uh, them. <laughs> the latex ski mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not mine, I swear. <laughs> That's weird. You've been listening
0: to the B&S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: For House of Cars, until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com.
0: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna, live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have bns and 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use later